Please note that the following podcast includes discussions of crimes and violence. It may contain graphic descriptions that could be disturbing to some listeners. The show also features talk about the consumption of cannabis, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So, hey, everybody. I just want to step in here for a moment. It's Linnea. I'm getting high with true crime. I just want to let you know that I would like to introduce to you uh, an amazing podcast that is out now. They have a few episodes under their belt. Uh, It is called Cryptids, Creeps, and Conspiracies. uh, And the host is Natasha, who you may have heard on our podcast before. So without uh, another moment's waiting here, let's... uh, Let's listen to what that podcast is about, and then we'll jump into our regular scheduled episode. Stay lifted. Hi, I'm Natasha with Cryptids, Creeps, and Conspiracy. Embark with me on a journey to uncover the details involving cryptids, haunted houses, and unsolved mysteries. Get ready to awaken your curiosity and explore the unknown ask questions, and together, let's unravel the secrets behind the legends. So yeah, we're we're here. I want your skates. Don't tell them. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, that's I know who that is. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh okay, hi with true crime. <laughs> Episode 49, and uh we we'll subtitle this one. Uh Melissa oh, wants shit. to buy my skates. Oh shit, I'll buy your skates. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what the fuck am I doing? Okay. Brain. I gotta kick the animal out of the office here because he is. Oh, which animal? The poltergeist or one oh, of the, the others? This, this one. This, the one that you got <laughs> in the background. Oh, Mr. Heavy Breather. Jesus Christ, man. That's what she's Hey, yeah. get out. Hey, let me oh, take off my headphones. Okay. <laughs> get up. Good boy. There we go. Okay. Oh, so yes, episode forty-nine of Getting High with True Crime. It's me as usual, Linnea, and with me as per usual is Squirrel. I mean, hi, it's me. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> me. <laughs> also, Squirrel. Though, where's my book? Yeah. So, yeah, we were just, just before we had pressed record, we were talking about uh, ice fishing again. Um, <laughs> again. I'm come out. Yes, you will have to come out. Um, but yeah, it's a, the big jig uh, fishing tournament this weekend in Sylvan Lake, Alberta. Ooh. So, yeah, so it's, uh, 
where I'll be out there for most of the day tomorrow doing that and hopefully catching more than just nothing. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Maybe with it warming up a bit tomorrow, finally, after being in a deep freeze for like almost two weeks here. <clears throat> yeah, it's only minus 16 right now. Like it was like that window can go suck a bag weather. of dicks. Seriously, that wind can go suck a bag of dicks. They wouldn't be able to find a bag of dicks because it's too cold. Well, they are in Alberta. And some people lately are really cunty when they're driving. <laughs> so. Yeah, they sure are. <laughs> it was it was funny, though. Because at work, I went, like, obviously, go start my van. Come inside. And I'm like, oh, my God, that wind can go mm-hmm. eat my dick. Like, I was just. Sorry, everybody. Like this is quite vulgar, <laughs> but whatever. But I said it's that. It's cold, Matt. It's one cold. Of the, one of the guys at work was like, "Uh, Lydia, is there uh, something about you we don't know about?" <laughs> <sighs> and then it was funny because then somebody else is like, "Oh, don't assume her gender." It's like, "Oh, fuck off." <sighs> oh, that's good. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. It, it was it was funny so yeah mother nature needs to calm her tits because uh we don't need that wind right now we're good <laughs> no the wind was a little bitey however i opted out of my jacket all day today it yeah it every little... building i went into was like it, it was impossibly hot because and everybody still got their fucking like five inch thick like down jackets and their hoods and their everything and i'm going like i'm sweating i'm like my like usual pants and like a black shirt right now what i got I, like, well I, see <laughs> the difference is, is like, they probably aren't going through like perimenopause like us old oh, bitches that could be it <laughs> that senior citizen thing happening here well because ah. we were at the shack and everybody's like yeah, it's still kind of chilly in here because the wind you can kind of feel it i mean it's insulated but even then and with the wind it was it's that's only so much, right? Now mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's hot in here. <laughs> Justin's like, huh, old. <laughs> it's like, shut up. I feel that way right now. My cheeks are burning. You see how red I am right now? Yeah. Yeah, you do look a little rosy cheeked. I'm a little rosy cheeked. I walked outside a little bit today, a few times here and there. You know, from the <laughs> from the car to the fucking door of the building and back. Yeah. it's really cold but it's warmed up it's minus 16 now i mean and that's a big it's a big jump from this morning for, for sure well and for like it was so bad because it was like so cold and then it got nice for one day and then it got really cold again it was like yeah that's dirty <laughs> that is dirty pool right there yeah i mean you can't even say like i that it's such a shitty winter because it's not no this not is at the all. most mild winter we've ever had in a long 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 it's time been beautiful absolutely well yeah. even, even road conditions like normally by this <laughs> point by my work on highway two there guarantee you there's been like mm. by now there should have been like 30 pileups between december 1st and now <laughs> that's pretty accurate yes yeah, yeah. and I there's only know. been like 15 <laughs> No, there or hasn't even, even been like there hasn't even been like five. Okay, well that's that well, I'm, in, really I'm impressed. I got really good. impressed. <laughs> it is a very shitty stretch of highway there. Well, it's and right over the river the, and people aren't paying slow attention. Down. Mm-hmm. And, well, and it's right by two merge points and oh, it's just a fucking disaster. 
it is accurate <laughs> accurate yes <laughs> yeah but oh well anyways on with the show <laughs> welcome to the show again and for putting up with all my cussing for the first like 10 minutes of this podcast don't ever change yeah i'm just apologizing because i'm canadian and i think it's required to no we just okay. do it it's okay you know what there's that test out there that if you there's talking about if you swear so many times an hour and you're like consider yeah well and i would excel at that achievement so <laughs> i think there's nothing wrong with that is there no no yeah anyways so episode 49 we're almost at, almost the big five oh not quite but almost that's amazing we it, in a whole year wait we've been how many how long february i think it was february 15th we first come out holy last year yeah 2023 ice fishing. Shut up. <laughs> was our first episode ice fishing i believe it was um i think you're right my very good one of my very good friends was like p.s i love that you are ice fishing in your first episode <laughs> it's like oh yeah so awesome yes <laughs> yeah oh because who are we talking about i think in that one was that the mark twitchell episode i don't remember now you know what i have a quick i have a quick way of looking it up i'm looking on spotify right now that's exactly right i'm like <laughs> i know what do i listen on okay wow look. that is some good shit man i don't even oldest let's see here oh february 12th sorry uh and it, no it was gavin manden and then we did mark twitchell <laughs> that's so cool yeah okay okay so we are today talking about another case back home here in alberta mm -hmm. and one that is probably very familiar with most albertans just and some of those in bc as well because I know they were searching for these people there as well, originally, bit, yeah. <laughs> initially until things popped up. But um, yeah, we're talking about Lyle and Marie McCann. Uh -huh. um, still, even though they're technically declared deceased, they their bodies have not been found as of today. Wow. So they're still missing, technically. Huh. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so on uh, this happens back, this whole thing starts back Friday, July 10th of 2010 uh, in St. Albert, Alberta. So that's just north of Edmonton, I think. Yes. Anyways, yeah. yes. Um, Lyle and Marie McCann were happily packing up their motorhome in preparation for another trip. They had this motorhome, they'd like to go on lots of travels and journeys and little trips all over western canada um so they had fun with that they seemed to really enjoy it so the two love to travel especially mm -hmm. now that they're being that not they're being that they are retired uh so a little bit about them so the couple had married back in july of 1952 uh marie had grown up in torrington alberta uh which is south the of gopher us. museum yes the My gopher favorite place ever yeah it's oh. 
It's a so small really town. weird little place. Yeah, tiny little small town. But all their fire hydrants are painted like gophers. They are. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I we actually stopped and went in there. Wow. How old was I? I was still a kid, but I was listening to Bon Jovi. <laughs> so that wouldn't have been till oh, probably around grade eight. 13 ish maybe um but yeah we stopped by there and it was uh it was really cool because just the amount of detail they put into these little taxidermy gophers is just insane the olympics everything they had everything in different little dioramas and then the the taxidermy gophers are dressed up to to suit torrington alberta yes kind of both disturbing and amazing at the same time I just love it. I just... Imagine if they did that with people. Well, I mean, they do in a way, but not real well, people. Like, I guess, like, you know, the Egyptians just... made mummies. Yeah. Stuff. The but guy like... that makes all the stuff that goes, um, like, you can see all the pieces and the veins and the. Oh, body worlds. Yes, that, that too. That's, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Justin at one point told me he wants to be taxidermied. Oh. He but, but he sit wants on to, the couch all the time. No, no, no. he's going to be at the front door in the entryway. He's going to have his hands out like this so you can hold, like, hang, like, your coat or whatever. And then he also wants his out so that you can hang your purse there or something. <laughs> and I, I told him though the idea is funny. I would be a little afraid with him standing in the door, but like I can see oh, it now. Man. It'd be nighttime. I'd be going to the kitchen to get a glass of water, and I would probably scream because I thought somebody was in my house every time with a boner. Here's <laughs> <laughs> calling the police again, Linnea. <laughs> Don't worry. It's just your 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 dead husband in your entryway you would be that you had taxidermied. Worldwide news. Hmm. I'd be the yeah. crazy bitch that got my husband taxidermied. <laughs> yeah. As per his request. Yeah, but that's not going to be girls... in the, That won't be in the headline. That'll be way down in the article. They're going to use right. the headline yeah. as clickbait. Like, guaranteed. Absolutely. <laughs> It'll be like our whole life story about how we met and like all this other shit. And then finally right at the very end, it'll talk about how he had put it in his will. He wanted to be taxidermied. <laughs> Justin, I hope you listen to this. Oh my god. He doesn't. <laughs> but I usually tell him the next day what we talked about. Like when we talked about like SpongeBob SquarePants theme song right. and like him changing the words. <laughs> and for those of you who didn't hear that episode, what is wrong with you? But second off, here's a recap. Justin changed the lyrics to the SpongeBob theme song to Who Plays with His Penis Under the Sheets. Justin does that. So yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think my uh Cuban links joint is working. <laughs> yeah, my root beer flavored one is doing Rudy B. Ooh. Um we're very very far from where we began oh my god yeah side quest we already started the episode and started talking about this case we're supposed to be writing these side quests down and rolling dice fuck yeah we're supposed to oh my lord okay anyway so So fun go for whole museum 
so that is where Marie was from. She grew up there uh, while Lyle had grown up actually just outside of Red Deer, Alberta. So <gasps> right where we're at. Hmm. Uh, so during Lyle's working years, he had been a truck driver, often driving all over Western Canada and parts of the United States. So oh, quite the, the roads well. Adventure. Yep. Yeah. So probably hence why he, you know, traveling and seeing all these places and being able to take Marie with him was, you know, what what they really loved to do. Mm-hmm. So Lyle and Marie had three children and eventually they moved their family to St. Albert in 1964. So once retired, the couple loved to drive all over, even spending some of their winters uh, south of the border, as we call them, snowbirds. Mm-hmm. Um, so each trip would be carefully planned and an itinerary would be made. And Lyle even had a cell phone handy in case of an emergency. And it was always sitting right on the dash within reach if needed. So, mm-hmm. But I, from what I could understand, that's all they ever would use it for so it was never used like like they wouldn't even phone family with it oh wow it was mainly just for emergencies emergencies. that's yeah that was the time too also maybe more yeah yeah Mm. well yeah back then you paid for every little text message and stuff oh yeah yeah the better plans didn't come out till later um so it had been known that marie may have been state uh starting to have some issues with memory loss um, so one of the things Lyle enjoyed doing was he liked to play Ramoli, uh, with Marie, um, a family card game. I had to look it up because I, I can love remember. Ramoli. I've never played it, but, uh, yeah. So it's a family card game for two or more people. Um, it's Canadian board game first marketed back in the forties. So Lyle hoped that by playing the game, it would help work marie's brain and hopefully slow the progression of her memory loss mm-hmm. and i can understand that having both my grandparents go through memory loss and having issues with that mm-hmm. uh so july 2nd of 2010 uh brett the couple's oldest son came to visit his parents and during the visit brett had placed a gift for the couple's great-grandson in the motorhome so that they could deliver it for him while on their trip because I think they were heading to where this pe- other was. Yeah, this stuff's working good. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> Get it together, man. <clears throat> My face is glowing. It could be the light in front of me. but <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, yeah. So, Lyle and Marie left on their trip July 3rd. Uh, their main destination would be Cultus Lake uh, in B.C., uh, and that's just south of Chilliwack, which is okay. just before Abbotsford, which is just before Vancouver. <laughs> For those traveling, we actually have friends out in Chilliwack. So. I don't know uh, if I have friends out in Chilliwack. No? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So the plan for the trip uh, was to first stop at the Blue at Blue River in British Columbia. So 9.30 a.m., there was camera footage from the superstore in St. Albert showing Lyle filling up the motorhome with fuel for the trip. And they also stocked up on groceries for the trip as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they left Superstore at 10.08 a.m. So this is the last time they were ever seen on video. Aww. So July 5th, 2010, 6.30 in the morning, 
in the Minnow Lake campground. Um, so Minnow Lake, that was where, where was I? I had it? I was going to write down where it was located, but now I can't remember. Clear it. No. In uh, Alberta or BC? That's what I'm trying to find out. I can't remember. There's one in Alberta. <laughs> that that would be it then. Because what's it just south of? Um, it should be near Edson, I think. Oh. Yeah, it's south uh, southeast of Edson. So, yeah. So, um, the McCann's motorhome was seen there by the campground's caretaker. So, that's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Considering their first stop was not planned to be anywhere in alberta right yeah right. well they want to be yeah want yeah to be cross before they stop that makes sense usually yeah so uh it sat in a lot so it was like as if they had paid to be there but um oh yeah that i'll read in the next paragraph Jeez. so and the couple because you know when people go motorhoming usually it's very common to see a little suv or car or something being towed behind the motorhome yes in this case, um, Lyle and Marie, they owned a Hyundai SUV. Um, and so that's what they towed behind the RV. And mm -hmm. this caretaker, he's seen the Hyundai SUV. Um, it was parked nosed into the lot as well. So like it was like right up against the motorhome. So it hadn't even been attached to the motorhome. Uh, the caretaker went and knocked on the motorhome store as he had not seen anything in the overnight registration box. Oh, he went to check on them. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, like, hey, buddy, you can't just stay here free. Camp. You gotta do your registration. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I remember my grandpa filling out those things when we go camping and stuff, too. I remember filling out those things. And do you remember, like, the paper maps? Yes. That showed all the... Me and my sister would each take one. We would, we would like, they were, like, treasure maps and shit. Oh, yes. My God. We had so much fun with those things. Oh, yeah, and they I were did. all different colors. <laughs> it's like, colored paper. It wasn't just, like, white. It's true. They were yeah. fun maps. I, I like those I, things. I recall doing something similar. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, times. Yeah. So, um, so, but nobody answered him knocking at the door so soon the caretaker left but came back at 12 30 that afternoon and tried knocking again and still no one had answered so again he left mm -hmm. around 7 p.m edson fire crews were sent out to a fire about a kilometer away from minnow lake an rv was on fire eventually crews got the fire out and after conducting a search of the rv determined that no one had been inside so no evidence was collected I just figured it, somebody ditched mm -hmm. it. Uh, no photos really were taken of the scene. No one at the time suspected that the RV may have been involved in a crime, other than, you know, potentially being stolen and ditched. Uh, so RCMP just assumed that it was abandoned and that someone had set fire to it. Which in in Alberta is a pretty uh, good assumption. <laughs> it, it, it Well, yes, it is. It does happen. I mean, sad, sad, I don't know if that's sadly or like, I don't know what to, it's yeah. parts well, of Alberta, it's worse. <laughs> well, I find Central is pretty bad for that stuff. It is, yeah. Yeah. So sadly. around where we live. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, on July 10th, uh, Lyle and Marie McCann's daughter arrived at the Abbotsford airport. 
So her parents were supposed to have met her there on their mm. Right, on okay. their way uh, and pick her up and bring her with them. Trudy was concerned almost immediately because her father was rarely late as he had always made it a habit to be on time all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trudy called around to the other campgrounds nearby uh, or the ones that had been on her dad's itinerary for the trip. And when she determined they had not made it to any of them, she immediately called the RCMP to report them missing. Cause that's, just so far left field it's yeah um so police started to search for the couple's vehicles and that was when it was discovered that the burned rv had belonged to the mccann's unfortunately as police had not secured the scene originally during the fire most of most if not all the evidence was gone accelerant detecting dogs were brought in but the results of their search were inconclusive they weren't it it didn't really indicate that there had been accelerants, but it also didn't prove there was an accelerants. Yeah, they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah. So police were unable to determine if the fire had been unintentional or on purpose. Um, so on July 13th, three days later, calls came in that the couple's SUV had been spotted driving near St. George. Uh, so seven and a half hours away from St. Albert. Hmm. Unfortunately, though, it was determined to be someone else's SUV and not the one belonging to the McCann's. There was a a lot of them, though, that vehicle. Oh, yeah. It's a a good vehicle to have. Well, and I think the color it was, too, was more popular. So So, same day, so July 13th, in Piers, Alberta, which is, I think it's just north of Edson. So up that way. Piers, how do you spell it? P-E-E-R-S. Okay, that's what I thought. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 40 kilometers away from where the RV had burned, uh, police were looking into a man that went by the name of Bandana Dave Olson. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So a man currently under the RCMP's radar has he been caught growing marijuana, which uh, had, uh, (laughs) yeah, which at that time was not yet legal in Canada. (laughs) the irony (laughs) yeah as and you know just a little factoid here wasn't uh made legal until october 17th of 2018 really yeah and this was when again this was uh 2010 2010. so eight years eight years prior so did he get out of jail (laughs) i I don't went to jail Hmm. i don't think he made it there yet he was I have just questions about bandana dave olsen i'll have to look up on my own <laughs> i think there's pictures of them <clears throat> and okay. i think oh, sorry that was gross whatever you're picturing in your head is probably what you're going to see in the picture oh okay okay i'm gonna yeah um okay. yeah so due to his conditions of his release uh the rcmp um he, he they did regular visits mm-hmm. to check up on him and make sure he wasn't growing more weed um and they could be random and whenever so well it's got to be a surprise attack right so well yeah you can't just be like oh we're gonna show up on friday dave and dave's like cutting down all his buds okay that'll work out just fine <laughs> you know like no <laughs> but no sooner right guys yeah yeah so Dave uh, began to tell RCMP about a friend of his, Travis Vader, whom he had only been friends with for approximately eight months. 
He claimed Travis was uh, always at his place doing drugs such as meth and drinking lots of beer. His friend Travis used to work in the oil field industry, a very common job in Alberta, um, but had lost his job and had burned through all of his money. He even lost his truck as he no longer was able to make payments. Um, And so he apparently, according to Dave, would show up every now and then driving various stolen vehicles. That's good lifestyle. Oh, yeah. good lifestyle. Just <laughs> he's living good old Grand Theft Auto right there. In the Vita Loca. Yeah. <laughs> when I play the game, that's how I used to play. I'd be like, oh, I want to go over here. Oh, let's take your car and go and then drive over there, avoid the cops, you know, pick up a hooker or two. It was all good. That's how you're supposed to play the game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right. I just I just never really followed the 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 quests, like the path of the there's no point. There's way more fun doing those things. Yep, you're just driving all over the map, finding the weird stuff. And there's so much of it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. He does look exactly like I pictured. Like what you thought, <laughs> hey. Uh, so where are we at there? Okay, so the number of vehicles over those eight months ranged anywhere between 20 vehicles up to about 30. What? So I figured out <laughs> that averaged about three cars per month. Wow, that is just one way to have and fresh wheels all the time. That was based <laughs> off of like if it was 25 vehicles, because I went right in the middle. Yeah. Uh yeah. So um Crazy. yeah. Uh Tra- Travis had also told Dave that he was dealing meth and stealing copper to make money. Awesome. It was also commonplace for Travis to burn the stolen vehicles when he was done using them. So no evidence, right? Mm-hmm. So July 3rd, 2010, Travis had been at Dave's in a stolen F-350. Uh, he was complaining about being out of money, and he attempted to call his girlfriend, and I believe her name was Amber. Amber Williams, I think. I mm. can't remember. I wrote it down later. Okay. Yeah. So, so he attempted to call her a few times. Um, at about 12.15, uh, Travis left in the truck and eventually came back around 5.15. Uh, he had ditched the F-350 and was now driving a little green Hyundai SUV. Oh. Happened to be... You good? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I got to go. I'll be right back. Sorry. Okay. Right yeah. back. Just we can... We'll pause. We'll pause. Okay. Uh, and we're back. Hi. A small child, moment, small moment later. <laughs> oh man, those cats! Sometimes I tell you, they like to annoy the children. I thought he was dying. He thought he was dying. He was just really mad at the cat, and the cat just was scratching at his door. That's all. Just let me in, bitch! I want to cuddle. Basically, he's good now. Yeah, I both, see him on the bed there. <laughs> both, both the cat and the child. <laughs> The child I, first was okay before the cat. Is Leo in there too? Because he, uh, he he did come in there when you were out of the room. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, basically no. he had a toy and he just come in and was like laid down. Awesome. So, yeah. uh, no, he's not in here. He must have left again. I didn't see that. I removed him. <laughs> so, okay, just to recap. So at about 12.15, that's fine. Travis left in the truck and eventually came back around 5.15 p.m. to Bandana Dave's. Um, 
but he had ditched the F-350 and was now driving a little green Hyundai SUV matching the description of the McCann's SUV. Of course. Yeah, so Dave said that Travis parked the SUV as far away from the street as he could on the property. Um, So I would guess it would be like, so no one could see it and report it to police. Um, And being as in Alberta, unlike BC, we only need a license plate in the front of the vehicle. Right. Or no, the back of the vehicle. Back of the vehicle. Right. BC is both front and back. Um, So if he had it the back like back backed in, in then they wouldn't know they couldn't see the license plate so mm-hmm. it'd be like oh yeah i see a similar suv but i don't know if it's theirs and it might be unregistered i guess if it's sitting with no license plate on the front right so yeah but also would you not just be a little suspicious and go check the back but then you're trespassing on somebody's property to do so fair enough but i mean nowadays you know but he trespassed on their property quite quite a bit i would say yeah (laughs) um so so travis made sure that the rear of the suv was out of view of the street so another friend i just quickly mentioned them uh miles ingersoll um came by around 7 30 p.m so david talked about uh how he'd seen the paper and then older couple had gone missing. He was also concerned that Travis may be involved as he was pretty sure that the vehicle Travis now had parked outside the house was the same as the one the couple owned. Dave later on told police about this, but police were sure Dave may have had ulterior motives for sharing them that information you know mm. he's he's under suspicion well not so under suspicion he was caught growing marijuana and is potentially facing like jail time for this right so naturally police went to miles's place um to confirm the information and miles explained to officers that he had in fact gone to dave's um at that day and time and that he had seen the suv that matched the mccann's uh suv he even mentioned that the t- there had been a tow bar on the front of the suv um which lyle would have used to tow the suv to tow it. Yeah, yeah. So. okay so not long after miles had shown up he ended up having to move his vehicle because he parked right in front of it mm-hmm. um so that travis could leave because travis didn't want to stay uh travis was definitely a person of interest uh to the police um and they kind of actively started searching for him oh so <laughs> Uh, this is this is where it kind of got confusing in the research because with travis so much shit is going on to him um in the next few months like it's just one thing after another is and it kind of certain things end up happening before other things can finish being processed blah 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 like i kind of explain it but i don't know if i portray it really well coming up okay I, I need more wanna, information. We'll get to that, but <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I need like... to warn people. Okay. So Travis already had many convictions under his belt and a rap sheet spanning everything from dangerous driving to assault. And I believe that it was assault of a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, on July 16th, 2010, the McCann's SUV was found abandoned in a tree area on a rural property. There was no sign of Lyle and Marie, though. 
So okay. when they went through the SUV after they brought it in, uh, police did find some things in the SUV, and I have a little bit of a list here. So there's a can of beer in the cup holder. That seems weird. For some seniors that are like angels. Yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah. A propane tank, a shopping basket. So like the arm held kind. Nice. Uh, some loose potatoes that was noted in the police findings. Uh, various no name brand canned goods. So their food. Uh, well, yeah, these items match the items bought at the St. Albert Superstore by the McCann's. Okay. Yeah. Two baseball hats, one of which had a small hole in the brim of the hat. Uh, in surveillance video from Superstore, Lyle McCann is seen wearing the hat that now had the hole in the brim. Oh. Yeah. Blood was found in various areas of the SUV uh, and also on the hat that Lyle had been wearing and in some of the, not in, sorry, on some of the cans of food. Plus, hmm. like, I think there was on the center console, there was blood. There was blood on one of the backs of the seats. Like, not a Ugh. ton in each spot, but, like, enough. Should, to... Shouldn't have been there, blood. Yeah. Uh, on July 17th, police found what remained of the F-350 that Travis had previously stolen. Oh, good. In the box of the truck, police found the key fob for the Hyundai that had belonged to the McCanns. Uh, on July 19th, police caught up with Travis and arrested him on charges of possession of stolen property, as well as having weapons in his possession, which um, I think those went against, I think he was kind of still like on probation. Or, yeah, yeah, okay. Probation. Probation, at the very least. Okay. Um, so I imagine he was in shit for that. Um, and also there may have been some drug related charges. Hmm. So that was my birthday. He was arrested on my birthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it would have been. It's a good birthday present. So Boom! Okay. <laughs> July 20th, 2011. So quite a ways later now. Mm -hmm. um, the elderly couple was officially declared deceased by a judge, uh, as it was believed that they had died on the first day of their trip. And there was enough evidence to for you to suspect that they were no longer alive. Like, yeah, everything crossed. just kind of seemed like that was the most plausible answer. So, uh, July thirtieth, twenty eleven, uh, a memorial was held for the McCanns. So, mm. but I'm I'm sure that was still really hard for the family because yes, you're doing a memorial, which is like saying. Goodbye. with no bodies yeah but you don't even know where your parents are yet mm. uh, december 12th 2011 travis vader pled guilty to charges involving possession of a controlled substance careless use of a firearm possession of stolen property and driving without a valid license so this is where it gets kind of fucky um each of those though when uh the judge passed sentence on them mm -hmm. uh he only got one day of jail time for each offense. Excuse me. What? Oh, oh, it gets better. Um, they were to be served concurrently. So meaning all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So he spent one day in jail for all that shit. And this is why 
Canadian justice system is fucked. <laughs> that's that's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Um, oh yeah, and because of the careless use of a firearm, he had a five year ban on being allowed to have weapons. Oh, oh darn. Because yeah, that's know. exactly the picture that was in my head. Would slap the wrist, slap the fingers. Oh, it's like because you know guys who are getting in shit for like <sighs> firearm stuff are not getting them legally most of the time, anyways. Exactly. But, Let's punish the normal people who actually use them for legit reasons and use them properly and safely, you know? Yeah. And obtain them legally. <laughs> but yeah, that's just my two cents. I'm with you. <laughs> all the <laughs> way, Linnea, on that. <laughs> so yeah, so that wasn't all. Ten days later, uh, charges from December of 2009, so back before any of this went down, um, mm-hmm. he was finally sentenced on those ones. Oh, so good. he was sentenced uh, for break and enter, driving two different occasions without a driver's license, break and enter again, theft under 5,000 times four, so four counts of that, possession of stolen property over 5,000. Holy crap arson and a couple of charges of breaking parole uh rules so he had parole violations so you'd think with all that he would have some a couple years at least a couple years in jail right 33 months they what that's yeah oh and people got longer for than that for growing weed which by the way is legal now okay that makes yeah or Mm. wow so april 18th of 2012 travis was charged with two counts of first degree murder without the bodies without the bodies yeah so on may 1st of 2012 uh travis vader is convicted of drug trafficking as well as theft related to the incidents that had happened back in june of 2010 so um a mu- about a month before the he, they went missing he had been involved in a bunch of other shit up by barhead alberta so oh for fucks yes. right yeah so, yeah <laughs> northwest of edmonton um <sighs> yeah so he's finally being in for that so on october 19th of 2012 a mistrial was declared by the judge as they felt as though evidence in the case had not been made readily available to the defense team so oh. Yeah, so it's just like he gets away with that. Uh, February 7th, 2014, so two years later, Travis filed a lawsuit against the RCMP uh, claiming that RCMP had uh, falsified evidence to keep him in custody until they could charge him with murder in the McCann case. So all this stuff, he was saying all this stuff was just trumped up charges. Wow. To keep him in prison and without like charging him for what they really wanted to charge him with, you know? Yeah. Well, so they're just, wow. Doing his, whatever they could to keep him off. His the name should have been Eve Ader. <laughs> Get it? Evader? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How about Melissa? <laughs> um, so I read that part, right? Yes. Mr. Child declared and then. Yeah, that he filed the lawsuit against the rcmp 
So March 19th of 2014, so about a month later, only days prior to the beginning of the murder trial uh, against him, yeah, uh, Michelle Doyle, the Crown Prosecutor, issued a stay of charges in the murder trial. Can you explain that? So, let's see if I can find the Google definition of it. If not, I'll try and do my best to explain it. Uh, stay of charges. Oh, not bathgate. Jesus, what is a bathgate? Oh, my God. <laughs> bathgate. What are you, 97? Charges Canada. So... Charges are stayed when a judge or a crown decides that it would be a bad it would be bad for the justice system for the case to continue. This means uh, the issue of guilt or innocence is never determined. Stays can be granted when the state has acted unfairly, including a failure to bring a case to trial in a timely manner. Um, oh, okay. But it usually does too. They have one year to reactivate the charges against the person. If they do not do it within that time, they cannot charge them again for that crime. It's kind of like a double jeopardy thing in a way. For that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's it's scary when those things happen with um, murder trials because yeah. if things aren't done in the right time and correctly, people can literally get away with murder. Basically, it's like a statute of limitations in a way yeah but declared like, by in like a by the legal system word. and not actual time itself so um what is the word parallel it's a parallel like going alongside something yeah that's parallel yeah but also not adjacent <laughs> that's the word i was looking okay. for it's statute of limitations adjacent I guess, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm like, That's what? fine. So on April 22nd, 2014, so a month later, uh, Travis filed another lawsuit against the RCMP. Okay. Claiming misconduct by the RCMP and mistreatment by the prison guards. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah, of like, course. He was claiming he was a victim. He was like, he was being bullied by the other inmates. Yeah, like getting, as he called it, shit bombed, uh, just Ew. abuse from the guards. Like the, supposedly they were going over the intercom like all the time going, Travis, where are the bodies? Travis, where is the bodies? Things like that. So I don't blame them. No, I don't either. But there's a there's, there's a also like, things. Yeah, no, and and I, I also agree with that. I, I had that conversation recently with like, okay, yeah, somebody might have done it wrong, and I kind of agree, but like also no, like <laughs> legally by example. Not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So October eighth, two thousand fourteen, two days before my birthday, mm -hmm. uh, Travis Vader was found not guilty of the drug and weapons charges. And he was free to go. So he's released because he's there's a stay of charges on the murder charges. So he's not in shit for that right now. Um, upon release, he talked to the news media. Like there's an actual like you can still find the video clips of it. I don't want to play it because he's got like a punch me voice. And the way he talks is very triggering to me. <laughs> it's just drives me. I just want to feel like it will be the same. I'm going to check it out after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in this little interview on like the 
steps of the remand center or whatever Mm -hmm. um he's claiming he felt sorry for what the mccann family was going through but that if they needed to blame someone it was the rcmp's fault for bumbling the investigation and not finding the actual murderer yeah like he's like it wasn't him well Uh, because they didn't take pictures and yeah i see where he's coming from but also fuck you travis sater yeah (gasps) Okay, you sorry. slimy piece Keep of going. shit yes um, yeah. yeah so he mm. also claimed the rcmp ruined his life um and that because of the rcmp he had lost four years of his life and he would never get them back so he's been pretty much in jail for four years between all these charges and everything oh poor guy yeah i know so even at 33 months he would have whatever time he was already serving being in prison that would count towards that yeah yeah so December 19th, 2014, so late that mm-hmm. year, arre- he's arrested and charged with first-degree murders of Lyle and Marie McCann. So they did come back okay. and reactivate the charges. This time, though, most of their evidence was circumstantial, uh, but the prosecution felt they were ready. Okay. So they had, like, a lot more evidence this time around. So they had cell phone evidence. Um that helped back up their timeline, locations, like areas um, of where and when they believed everything took place. So they could use the cell phone oh, data yes. to help triangulate the area. Yeah. Amber Williams, his now ex-girlfriend, and Dave, like good old Bandana Dave, and a few others were called upon as witnesses for the prosecution. Oh. So DNA evidence proved that Vader had been in contact with many of the McCann's possessions as well as inside the couple's SUV. The DNA found in the SUV was from a swab swab of the box of beer uh, found in the SUV as well as a spot of blood on the center console. There was also a used tissue with DNA on it and his DNA was also found on the steering wheel as well, like touch DNA. Mm -hmm. Because he'd stolen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the DNA found on the canned goods in the SUV matched Marie McCann. So that was her blood. Uh, The hat with the hole um, that also, it had blood on it as well. And then that DNA matched Lyle McCann. So there was even blood, uh, a blood sample uh, where there was a mixture of both Lyle and Travis Vader's DNA together. And the only way that could have happened was if, they both were bleeding at the same time in the same place. Yeah. So he was there. <laughs> so the hole in the hat was determined to have been made from a clo- uh, at close range with a small cal- caliber gun. Uh, the direction the bullet would have taken was through the brim of the hat and then into the face of the victim. So they would have been down either downwards or a weird angle, right? Uh, so the blood splatter on the underside of the brim matched that of Lyle McCann. So two texts were made from the McCann's phone to Vader's then girlfriend Amber Williams. Oh, you! What a fucking idiot! Like he's so stupid. Like that's the one one of the main things you won't you shouldn't do if you don't want to get caught. Don't use your victim's cell phone. Or what an idiot. You- yeah, it's just messed up. Um, yeah. So the defense tried to claim that it was Dave 
and an unnamed male that had committed the murders. So he's trying to blame Bandana Dave. Oh, Bandana Dave is like frightening, but I think he might just be harmless. Like, yeah, I yeah, from the sounds of it, he's kind of more of like, oh, that's just Dave, you know. Yeah. Right? So which is not okay to do any more people. We kind of like to get away with kind of like the village idiot, I guess. <laughs> so now yeah. oh, okay yeah so the yeah so the defense tried to claim it was bandana dave and some other dude um but then how do you explain all of travis's dna in the fucking suv right like, other than he was in there well yeah oh wait <laughs> i forgot they try and explain that because <laughs> i wrote but i don't see where any of the evidence supported this um the defense also claimed that Travis's DNA was only in the SUV because uh, like he had leaned in to look into it when Bandana Dave had it and he sneezed. He sneezed his blood all over Lyle's blood. But like in very like how the fuck do you get it that spread around the, the whole SUV from a sneeze? People are <laughs> stupid or Very. hope that everybody else is like i literally after that like because it goes they also claim that travis's dna was the only only dna in the suv uh or should i say it was only in the suv because he had sneezed when he looked inside of it and then i wrote right below that what the actual fuck <laughs> i would probably if i was in a jury and heard that would probably burst out laughing and be kicked <laughs> off the jury yeah that i you know you're right i probably would have done the same thing i'd be like or i would just say what the actual fuck you'd and hear a from me I, like and then i would get a charge of contempt for swearing in court plus i, would I go to off jail the yeah right. i'd probably get more time than he fucking got for those set of charges All right oh my god fuck see that's also why i can't be on a jury because i i don't have a filter anymore people if you haven't been aware of that yet hello is that how you explain that when you get called in can you just reply online now wait you didn't you just get summoned yeah yeah i did i it was uh yeah i i won the shitty lottery no one wants and uh i i managed to get out of it though so you, well, you work and you have kids and like... I work and I have kids and I also said I have a podcast where we talk about true crime and I don't know if I could stay unbiased. Yeah, agreed. So... I also would go <laughs> in the courtroom. <laughs> yeah, they they don't t let you know what any of... Which reason was the acceptable yeah. reason when they notify you. But yeah, I got out of it. So... Okay. So with this trial, so the murder trial, Travis... the your defendant has the option of choosing trial by jury or trial by bench. So where just the judge yes. makes the decisions. Right. So Travis had decided uh, to do a bench trial. Usually bench trials, they're faster. Mm -hmm. They're not as long and drawn out. Um, so at this point, after hearing all the evidence and all the testimony and everything, the judge took his time to go make his decision or their decision. I can't remember if the judge was a guy or a girl. I didn't look that part. Sorry. Don't ever assume. Yes. Uh, so the judge found, and so usually what happens with bench trial, the judge will t point out all the evidence 
and what they believe based on that evidence, right? Mm -hmm. Makes them guilty or not, yeah. So the judge found that through this investigation, between 12.15 and 2.14 on July 3rd, Travis and the McCanns encountered each other somewhere in a rural location. Uh, Vader initiated contact with intent to steal the RV as well as whatever, oh, as well as the SUV and maybe any valuables within. Uh, Vader had a firearm in his possession and that at some point at least one shot was fired. That they knew. The McCanns were unarmed. They had, like, I mean, they had guns, but they were at home. At some point, both of the McCanns were killed by Travis Vader. The McCann's vehicles uh, were relocated to conceal them. At 214 to uh, 355, Travis uh, Vader used the McCann's phone several times. And I think I think he made phone calls too. I don't think it was just text message. So um, he then arrived at around five fifteen p.m. at Dave's with the McCann's SUV. Then left around seven thirty p.m. Travis then took steps to dispose of the bodies of Lyle and Marie in an unknown location, still unknown to this day. The RV was then burned. Judge Thomas found Travis Vader guilty of second degree murder because. There wasn't quite enough to really They first. Yeah, be first. Yeah. So they went with second degree murder. And this is where when I was writing my notes, I put uh, how did I do it? It was G-U-I-L-T-Y. You ain't got no alibi. You guilty. <laughs> you guilty. guilty. <laughs> you are. Yeah. So mm. the defense filed for a mistrial. Shocker. On November 8th, 2016, the judge denied the motion, uh, but did change the verdict of guilty um, of second-degree murder to that of only guilty of manslaughter times two. Stop. Not, that, not, e- not even joking. That's not, that's, that's not enough. No. That's not uh, manslaughter. No. Take the uh, time to hide everything. Fucking yeah. asshole. So... For, the, for this, his verdict uh, was uh, guilty, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Oh, good, whole twenty five years. Yes, and now I like, and it was I think it was a couple of years later. He did try and file for, like, he did file an appeal. Oh yeah, it was the mo- it was just denied. They weren't even going to give it the time of day. They're like, no. So I know I've seen headlines in the news. I think it was around 2019s so right before covid and stuff mm-hmm. that uh they were basically saying they should deny him parole until he uh reveals where the McCann's bodies can be found i so, i think i agree with that and i can't rem- i don't know if anything happened to it if that was became a thing where without, it was 2020 yeah no bodies no parole right yeah no body no parole uh, it's an MLA actually. Oh, okay. That brought ahead um a new. Now where is it? A more. What the heck? Yeah, it was an MLA. I'm just oh MP. Oh my gosh. Which 
for anybody not in Canada, MP is Member of Parliament. Dane Lloyd. Okay. In Parkland. Anyway. Well, and I, I, I agree. He's working on updating criminal codes, various zombie clauses. So, like, outdated sections like the one the judge in the McCain case are used. Yeah. So, in a month earlier, the Australia Queensland <clears throat> state passed a nobody, no law, um, no parole law inspired by multiple cases, including the murder of an 81 year old grandmother. So, wow. they, yeah, they, yeah. So, he's just get, trying to get this passed. But that was <laughs> in 2020. So, I don't know. If it it's... may have by now. It may not have yet. If it hasn't, I hope it does. Because, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's rotting in prison for now. You can continue to rot, sir. No, you don't get that title. No Fuck face. Doesn't. No, no respect. We're gonna kill people, especially for some shitty reason like he had. Fuck no. No fuck face. That's your name. Go eat a bag no. of dicks. No, that's not good enough. That's not. That's too good for him. You just make him eat poop. <laughs> eat a bag of shit. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> what yeah. is that? Is that root beer flavor? Cola? Oh, great. I feel snacky now. I'm sorry if this is making lip smacking noises to anybody. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't even. I don't hear it. Even when you we had a cough, yeah. just like yeah, you said it. It, it filters it, it out somehow. It it's pretty amazing. Of, yeah, it does. It works really good. Crazy. So have to edit it. Oh, and this time I will actually remember to play Natasha's blurb for cryptids, creeps, and conspiracies because I forgot oh, yeah. to add it into the last episode, even though we talked about her for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Did somebody say Linnea. <laughs> no, I, I listened. I was like, oh, fuck, I was going to put that in. Right. She even sent the blurb to me. I have it. I just got to add it okay. in. So I will well, try we'll get it in it. this time, Natasha. Yeah. Don't so worry. I'm going to write myself. Natasha blurb. I'll stick that sticky note on my laptop here so I see it. There you go. Yes. And then I'm thinking if you if you're cool with it, I think I'm gonna change that our end credit music. Yes, I love that one. By or should the way. I or should I wait and do it for our one year anniversary? Let's do that. Even better. Yeah. The opening's gonna stay the same for now because I haven't found anything that I love more. But and really like music it will be updated. And maybe we'll make that a yearly thing. Or soon if I find something I really love. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's what I got. I like it. Thanks for doing that again. Oh, you're welcome. The research writer, producer. I'm just here to keep her off track. Off track. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I am your uh, quest master. <laughs> but you you sidetrack us all the time. That's my job. Oh, okay. Quest master. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I, I just nod my head while you're talking because if I start talking, then we're fucking going, man, and that's it. So. <laughs> yeah. And then next week will be our 50th episode. Woo woo. 
50 episodes? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I did this the other day when I was like, what? 47 episodes? <laughs> yeah, 50 episodes. Holy crap. Oh, why are my food? Okay. Like, I can't believe we made it this far. Uh, but yeah. It's pretty we'll, cool, man. I think I'm going to cover uh, that Mary Bell. Yeah. And it's, you need to, I'll send you the, the video that Justin sent me from TikTok about her. It's fucked up. And then I start reading the wiki and I'm like, oh my God. It's super <laughs> fucked up. Okay. Yeah. And the crazy part, craziest part about the whole thing is she's still alive, but she's under like witness protection because so many people are disgusted with what she did. Oh, oh God. All right. <laughs> well, stay tuned for that one. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I love suckers. I have a hard time, though. I can't just lick them. I do for a little bit, and then I, I chomp them. Oh, and then you crunch. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. Did you just say poor Justin? <laughs> I don't bite that. Not that anybody needs to know, and I apologize to everyone. I realize I just said that out loud, and yay, I don't edit my recordings. So there you go, everybody. Oh. I'm glad you can read my lips, though. <laughs> it, that's like the only time I suck at reading <laughs> lips. It's horrible. That's what she said. Wait, he said, they said. Oh, just I did. I, that's what she said. Something Justin texted me today. Ooh, what were we talking about? Uh... Oh, he, we were talking. He was telling me about uh, that where our friend Ray moved the fishing shack. So mm-hmm. He texted me and it says shack is in eighteen feet now, sandy bottom. Ice is thick, he said. I'm like, ice. Uh, <laughs> be, that's what she said. <laughs> and I keep thinking I said it to him again. I can't remember where. Oh, it was in Messenger. It wasn't in text. I'm more than sure. Oh, I found a recipe for, um, what is it? A cinnamon roll mug cake. Why didn't you send me that? Because I didn't make it that far. I got sidetracked by work. Um, but he's like, oh, he replied with, need that in my mouth. And I was like, well, that's what she said. <laughs> so, yeah. You got him a couple times. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. I'll send you the mug cake one here. Oh, Mary Bell will be fun. I mean, yes. not fun, but. But good. Informative. Yes. What? Who the fuck says that'll be fun? <laughs> this girl. <laughs> you actually said I can't remember, you said something kind of like that earlier in the episode somewhere too. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Well, Linnea. Yes. Should we uh end this bitch? <laughs> Affirmative. Sure. Okay. So, uh, stay lifted. Yeah. Hey, I know where the button is. (laughs) You didn't at the beginning, though. No. Whatever you breathe, I breathe in. Whatever you believe, I believe in. 
Whenever I fall, you're bleeding. When I just can't sleep, you're the reason. It's contagious. Can't escape it. They call us outrageous. Can't sustain this. Second-hand smoke, it's a thriller. Oh, it's gonna kill us, but I'm no quitter, no. Second-hand smoke, our little secret. Oh, we're gonna keep it, 'cause it's all we know. Got that Bonnie and Clyde kind of love. Ride or die, got me high kind of love. Share a heart, share a mind kind of love. Never gotta ask why kind of love. Take another hit, another hit now. We're never 